Hello, and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman, and uh, like I mentioned, you can check it out at billynewmanphoto.com. Right now, I'm pulling up the new Emancipator Dust to Dawn remixes album that uh, just went up on SoundCloud this morning, I think. Saw the tweet go out about it last night. Been into Emancipator for a long time. It's kind of cool to hear some different stuff. The last remix album that uh, was given to me by my friend a couple years ago uh, was great. It's really cool. Had a lot of interesting stuff on it. I'm not sure what it's going to be like or when it's going to pick up. Um, so we'll have this on for a little bit, but maybe a little in the background. Uh, so right now I'm going to try and put together one more episode of uh, a burner file for the podcast um, that's going up in a couple days here. Um, I guess I should go over a few things that we've been, uh, been trying to talk about recently. One of them was like uh, camping equipment. The idea we came up to do um, I don't know, some more some more content about camping equipment, which I think makes a lot of sense. We have some cool stuff that uh, we should probably do like some some product demo stuff on probably photos but who cares you know um but for the podcast that i chat about some of it we picked up a like a nemo tent this year and uh i'm really happy with it we got it um we just kind of decided it's time to get a real tent that's nice or decent and uh this two-person backpacking nemo tent it's great um cruises up into the mountains a couple times you know, so far this year, I'm trying to get into it as much as we can. God, it's really tough. Like we haven't really gone camping as much as, uh, as we probably should be to keep up with, uh, the pace that I have for it. But, um, but we got this Nemo tent, it's two person backpacking tent, super light, really nice. All the functions of it are really cool. That's what I like about it the most is like, it's got, um, like the little tabs and stuff. Everything just like feels like it's well-made, like it's well-gripped. We picked up a Yeti cooler, uh, too. And, uh, the Yeti coolers are the best. They're, um, like super thick wall uh, coolers that can keep ice cold for days it seems but I've kind of observed that like every cooler no matter how good it is it still loses ice pretty fast but this one works a lot better than, uh, than most that I've seen so far so it's pretty fun we uh, we filled it up with beer the other day and just kind of had it sit out here you know with ice in it. it lasted for like three or four days and then this heat that's pretty impressive but uh, I'm gonna share I picked up a watch it's like this uh, uh, this freestyle uh, shark watch, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's like got a, I dig the band on it. It's kind of this color. This like I don't know if it's chartreuse or lime green, but uh, there's like this uh, this like themed color that I try and try and pick up when I can. But uh, this one has like a kind of a lime green band and a black face. And I dig it. It's kind of uh, it's got like a a tide title on it, which I think is pretty cool. Trying to think of like other new gear that's come up this year. My friend Tyler is going on a one month road trip and I'm pretty jealous right now. It's really, I guess the thing that's kind of distracting me is uh, my envy of kind of going out on the road again. We did, we did two, probably I've talked about it before, I bet. but we did one that was 50 days um, and then we did one the following year in 2012 that was 100 days of uh, traveling on the road in a car. I'm really excited for Tyler to get to go on a trip. Um, since he just finished up school and he's jamming out to, uh, I think like Washington and then over and across through Idaho, 
Wyoming or Montana and then into Wyoming if they can get there um, in time. I bet they will. They have like a, like a month or so of the summer to do it. And that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm pretty jealous of them. So I think I get to meet up with them later and talk with them about kind of the cool stuff that he's going to get to do. Which would be sweet. I want to get out there. Go backpacking in uh, like Olympia. I think it's like outside Olympia is one of the places they're going to go. I can't remember the national park up there. It's probably the Olympi Olympic Mount Olympus. Is that one somewhere? Nah, it's not like a fool. But uh, yeah, they're heading up there to northern Washington. And there's a lot of really cool uh, backpacking ranges that are up there. Or backpacking trails that are in some of the northern Cascade mountain ranges. Um, so I think it's pretty exciting. I really want to go up to Washington and check that area out. What I've heard is that there's just tons of really beautiful hikes up there. It's an unfortunate thing about, uh, you know, kind of being based out of Oregon here most of the time. I don't really get to experience a lot of the wilderness and uh, the, uh, the setup in areas uh, that are just still really close to me. Like, I've never been to Canada to do anything. I never really even considered some of the cool, <coughs> some of the cool uh, outdoor, you know, sites that there would be to you know check out a backpack to there's a lot of adventure out there that i think would be pretty fun to explore there's so much of the backcountry that i haven't seen even in oregon still there's a lot that i have yet to see so then getting a chance to go up to northern washington or uh, or into canada would be a great time there's a lot of montana i really want to see i've only spent a couple minutes in montana driving through and I really wish that uh, I could take more time up there. I think like uh, that section between Montana and the Panhandle in Idaho and on up into the Columbia Range up in Canada would be great to check out. I think it'd be a lot of fun or it'd be pretty cool. But it's interesting to check out when you see it on the map. Let's see where we're at. Minor Cause with an Elliot Lip remix on the Emancipator. Dust to Dawn remix album. I like those beats.
Nice work, guys, for listening to uh, Emancipator's remix album for so long. While I'm in the other room. weekend i drove by there today it's out in veneta i went out there uh, i've been out to veneta for the last uh, last couple of years for the country fair which i'm really excited about it's gonna be a cool spot to go uh check out uh some crazy outfits and crazy people and just kind of relax have fun for the weekend be a good time uh, i think we're heading in saturday to the fair to go through and try and photograph a bunch of stuff last year i went in with just my film camera and got a lot of cool photos there you know it's a, it's a good spot a lot of uh, good people watching which Normally isn't something that I can really get into that well, but uh, country fair, it's pretty good. A lot of uh, pretty cool, nice, fun people that are in cool outfits and think it's fun when uh, they get to have their picture taken. So it's easier than some other climates of trying to take people's photos. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be really cool. Out at the country fair, doing some camping and stuff. I'm excited about that. That'll be in the next uh, next couple of days. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit. But um, checking out uh, my studio 
near my desk with my computer. I should really just say that. Sounds pretentious if I say anything else. And then I've got to an SM58 style microphone in front of me with uh, with the pop filter and, and a little mic stand thing. I'm trying to trying to figure out a way to like make everything work out a little bit better. I changed around the mic stand yesterday. Finally, I figured out a smarter way to do this, but uh, gives me a lot more flexibility about where the mic can be and you know how everything's going to be set up. And I think it's going to work out a lot better for uh, this little standing desk area that I'm at. But I'm not sure. Try and give uh, chat to. Man, Thanks for checking out a couple of these tracks from this Emancipator album while uh, we're hanging here. I'm just kind of working on some stuff as it goes and doing some recording. And Periscope's a trip. Periscope like just came out a couple months ago and it seems like it's everywhere. I see a lot of stuff going on with it. But I'm not sure if it's really that great. So I think everything's checked out. 
and I've got uh, got Edition up and running and recording and stuff. We're joining in the, this podcast about 18 minutes in, and I'm running a live Periscope uh, right now. I probably went out on Twitter and uh, just kind of checking it out a little bit, but I haven't really done it too much before. Um, but yeah, my name is Billy Newman, and this is the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. You can find it at billynewmanphoto.com. And uh, that's a site that I've been working on. This is one of the, the burner podcasts that I'm putting together. So it's probably never going to go out to real air. But, uh, but I'm putting some stuff together and checking th- things out. And seeing how this podcast stuff works. Which will be pretty fun. But, uh, but yeah, what I put up was uh, like photos and questions. So if anybody's interested in, I don't know dropping one in the periscope chat you can do it if you want to what i was thinking about some of the film photos that i just started working on so i work with uh with film cameras shoot film most of the time that works out pretty well but uh what i'm most interested in is uh 35 millimeter film photography which is what i got started in a while ago and i just set up a handful of prints And yeah, the, I think the most recent page that I upgraded was uh, the Billy Newman photo uh, slash photographs page, which is the one that uh, that shows all the uh, the images that I've got up right now. I'm pretty happy that that one came together. Let's see, how's this set up right now? I don't know if you guys have been watching the... Uh, the Western Horizon at night, I'm way into stars and you know, space and stuff. You guys should be too. It's really pretty interesting if you check out uh, like the Western Horizon this evening. You're gonna see two bright dots. And what just happened a couple days ago was this point where Jupiter had gone by and passed Venus, uh, which I thought was pretty exciting. I thought that was cool. I was pretty interested in, uh, in something like that happening. Um, it looks like Mars is. Well, I guess it's probably out for only a few minutes early, early in the morning. I wonder if that's the one that I saw. Couldn't have been Mars. Maybe it was. A few weeks ago, we stayed up all night, watched the sunrise, uh, you know, come up over the hill. That first light, or before that, before first light, before the last star, you could see it was gone. There was a definitely a star that was still there. Most of the time, you know, after after almost every star has dropped out of the sky, the last one that's still there is normally a planet in the morning. And that's because starlight is, is just like a single pinpoint of light. Whereas a planet light is the reflected light from our sun. It's reflected back at us from the surface of that planet. And that's actually like a physical dimension of space. Um, so that's why uh, you're able to see it. That's sort of maybe why it's the first star you might see at night or the last star you might see in the morning. It's because it's a planet or why those stars don't flicker. If you look at a planet, like if you look at Saturn or Jupiter on a, on a night where all the stars are flickering and shimmering, uh, the planets won't be flickering and that's because it's a single point of light that's flickering in the Earth's atmosphere as the temperature changes kind of goes over or moisture or something else in the air that's kind of disturbed in the atmosphere. And then a planet is like a physical dimension of space that's light reflected back at us and that's why, why it doesn't flicker. So I'm checking it out now. Venus is now 
the uh, well, I guess they're going to look almost even in the sky, which is going to be cool. Jupiter's a little bit dimmer right now. Venus is brighter. And that's the astonishing thing. It's like when you think about the, uh, if you think about everything three-dimensionally, like we're at a planet. So we're looking out and observing two stars kind of opaquely pressed against what we consider a two-dimensional background of like kind of the canvas or the ceiling of the Earth. That is what we see as the sky, what we observe as the sky. But from a different perspective, we consider the, the solar system as a whole. So we consider the sun at the center, uh, which is setting below the horizon. And then we're observing two planets that are very drastically far apart from each other, seem to be in an apparent perspective very close to each other. And I think that's really cool. So when we observe Venus, which is an interior planet closer to the sun than the Earth is, and we observe Jupiter, which is an exterior planet, which is further away from us than closer to the sun um, I think it's pretty cool that we're kind of looking at something that's on a far orbit out away from us and something even closer next to us that we're observing and seeing through that much space so we observe Venus first and then much further away is Jupiter or if you consider light speed you're considering something where the light from Venus is much much closer than the light from Jupiter which is much further away I think that's pretty cool or kind of considering like a more specifically how it's put together. I think it's pretty interesting. I should probably do an astronomy podcast. That's really what I'd be a lot better at. I can talk for days about that. I can't really talk for minutes about photos. I can take photos, but who cares about a camera? I want to talk about stuff you want to take pictures of. Right now, uh, I'm listening to the Emancipated Dust to Dawn remix album. Should just cruise around with Starwalk open and talk about things that are happening. So the sun's in Gemini right now. And then up next is Cancer. I didn't realize Cancer was still that far away. So Cancer, well, because it's Cancer. Oh shit, that's weird. That's what's trippy about the Zodiac is like, what, the, what it's supposed to represent is where literally the sun is, like we were just talking about with Venus and Jupiter. It's supposed to represent what constellation the sun is in as the sun sets and rises, right? Or they like just, you know, if we look out straight at the sun, the object that's behind the sun is what? That's the sign, the zodiac sign or the, the constellation that's present behind the sun in our observable perspective as we look out into space. And that's why six months from now, as we spin 180 degrees or halfway around a circle that would be outside, you know, of the sun. As we spin 180 degrees from that point, we look back toward the sun, it's going to be observing something else behind it. 
Like if we walked around your house, you know, you'd see. I remember at my house there was a Mount Dilly. That was colloquially what it was called. I think it was called Mount Picket or Picket Mountain. That was to the south of this. So from the north side of the house, I'd look due south and I'd see that mountain. But if I went 180 degrees around the house to the south side and looked north, I wouldn't see it. That's because it's not there. Similarly, we see, or I guess to kind of wrap that analogy up, if you didn't understand, there's the house and then behind it would be the mountain. You can see those two observably in, a, I think, what was called a syzygy. That's what a teacher had taught me one time. It's a crazy word to spell. I think it means three celestial bodies or three bodies. I think that's why it's strange. Um, aligned in, uh, in some fashion. And so we rarely get it. I mean, none of this really counts as a syzygy, but uh, well, yeah, maybe like an eclipse or something you kind of account for something like that. Something where all three uh, are in a line and somehow affect each other. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of interesting stuff. But right now it shows that the sun is in the constellation Gemini. But since it's July, um, we should be in Cancer. Because August, pretty quickly here, like end of July and August is going to be Leo. And that's still pretty high in the sky. I'm not sure how it's going to go though. All right. Well, this episode of the Billion Newman Photo Podcast is going to wrap at the half hour mark. Thanks again for checking this out in the burner file. We're at episode nine, maybe nine more of these to go before I actually try and figure out a format and learn how to talk into a microphone. Have a good night.